$100 MBA show, the business podcast that only brings you the best business strategies, tips, and lessons every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. Today's episode is a guest teacher episode. On our guest teacher episodes, I invite a expert to teach in their area of expertise. Nope, not your typical interview. The guest comes on and teaches you a powerful lesson. And today's guest teacher is Hanny Mora. And Hanny's going to teach you how to create a WordPress plugin. If you want to get into the software business, this is a great place to start. And this lesson is going to show you how you could do it. If you're not familiar with what a WordPress plugin is, it's a software add-on to the WordPress platform. A lot of websites run on WordPress, and WordPress plugin creators create extra features, extra software that you can add to your website. And Hanny's going to show you how to create just that. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator, your all-in-one website solution. Get started for as low as $5 a month with their amazing 30% discount for listeners of the $100 MBA show. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. I've known Hanny Mora for about two years now, and we've become friends online, and we've met in person at a couple of conferences too. And what I love about Hanny is that he just rolls up his sleeves and does things himself. A lot of people would be intimidated by the idea of creating a software company, but Hanny comes up with a great solution, a great idea, and creates WordPress plugins around them. WordPress plugins like Simple Video Press, which automatically creates a blog post out of any video you publish on YouTube. Another best-selling WordPress plugin is his Simple Podcast Press, which is a great podcast player designed to help you grow your audience. Some of the best podcast players out there use his plugin. And his latest plugin that he's created, Simple Live Press, will automatically publish your Blab live broadcasts and replays to your website. So you could tell that Hanny creates software or WordPress plugins that solve an issue, that actually provide a solution. And he doesn't get bogged down by the details. He keeps things simple he keeps his prices competitive, and Hanny's pretty much everywhere. He's all over social media, he's at conferences, and everybody knows his products. So this is why I'm so excited about today's lesson. It's a great lesson on how to start creating your first WordPress plugin and selling it. This is a great way to just dip your toe in the water and see if software is something you wanna get into, something that you wanna create a business around. So I'm gonna let the expert take it away now. So Hanny, take it away. Hey guys, Handy Mora here from Simple Podcast Press. Thank you for joining me today. In this lesson, I'm going to be teaching you how to create and sell your own WordPress plugins. Now, these are the exact steps and the lessons I learned when I launched my three plugins in the past three years. So if you're ready, let's do this. Let's get down to business. First thing you need to do is identify the problem you're trying to solve. Your WordPress plugin must solve one problem. Write that down. So I know what you're thinking. Where do I get these problems from? How do I know what problems people have? There's two places to look. First place, look within. Look within yourself, within your workflow. What do you do that's repetitive? What do you do that's frustrating that you wish you can automate? That's always a good place to start. That was my inspiration for my first plugin that I created for YouTube. 
The next best place to go is to ask your audience, whether it's podcast listeners, Facebook group members, email lists, ask them what their frustrations are, ask them what tasks they perform repetitively on a regular basis. And this will help you gauge what kind of tools you can create for them. You can use a simple email or you can use a survey tool like Google Forms. It doesn't matter. Keep it very simple. Make it super easy for them to respond. And more importantly, tell them that you're creating a software. People love to be part of something new. They would love to give you their input. Now, once you've figured out your idea, make sure it makes sense as a WordPress plugin. Make sure it's something that people will want to do while they're inside their WordPress creating their posts or creating their podcast content. And last but not least, make sure you sleep on your idea. Let it marinate. Make sure that you're still excited after a day, two days, after a week. Because getting this plugin developed, getting it marketed and sold is a bit of a journey. It's a very exciting journey, but it does take effort. And you don't want to lose steam halfway through because you lost your excitement. Now that we're super excited about our idea, step number two is to transform it into a real product. Now, before we go and hire a developer or start coding it ourselves, we need to write down all the ideas that we have, get them off our mind onto a piece of paper, whether it's related to the problem or not. If you have an idea that you think fits into the software, write it down. Next, you want to take these ideas and only pick and choose two or three of them that directly correspond to the problem that you identified in step one. This is a very important step. You don't want to build a software that does everything. You want to build a software that solves one specific problem. So this is what's called the MVP, the minimal viable product. This is a very important step. It's going to help you go to market faster. It's going to help you focus your efforts and build the right products that your customers need. And the last step, set an aggressive deadline. Set a launch date. I know you're just getting started, but set a launch date, whether it's one month, Two weeks. Be aggressive. The shorter, the better. I've built a plugin from scratch and I sold over 100 copies all within a two week span. Now we're ready to get the plugin developed. I highly recommend, even if you're a developer, I highly recommend you get some help. Hire a developer to help you or hire a developer to do all the work. I think that is the best move you can do for your business. The actual development, in all honesty, is one of the easiest steps in this whole process. So when you're looking for someone to hire, look for someone who has specific skills, who has developed a WordPress plugin before. Someone who knows PHP, HTML5, CSS, JavaScript, those are the common languages. But more importantly, they have created plugins of their own, completely on their own, and ones that you can see. So you can see for yourself the quality of work that they do. Now, if you're not a technical person, that's totally understandable. Consult a colleague, consult somebody who is a little more technical, let them help you interview the person. I do all my hiring on Upwork.com and I've had great success in the past, but I've also been burned a couple of times. So make sure you really review all your applicants profiles, review their work, especially all their plugins that they've created. And last but not least, don't hire the cheapest person. I've been burned before where I wanted to save a few dollars and hire the cheapest developer and ended up wasting my time and money and it really got me demotivated to the point where I almost quit the project. So don't necessarily hire the cheapest person. Find someone with the right balance of hourly rate and right balance of technical skills and experience. Now that we've hired our developer, we are ready to get into action. 
we are ready to build our MVP. It doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work. Keep that in mind. A few tips. Don't hand off the whole MVP list to your developer. Give him one specific task. Test him out. Make sure he can develop and deliver on time. Give him a task. Give him a deadline. Next, if you can, I highly recommend you draw out what this plugin settings page looks like. Most plugins have a single page that lets the user interact with and configure the plugin. Since you're the creator, you should be the one that's to define what the settings are and what it looks like. It doesn't have to be fancy. I don't like to use software. I simply do it on a piece of paper, sketch it out, and take a picture of my phone and send it to my developer. This will really help eliminate any guesswork. You tell the developer what you want, he will deliver it exactly as in the picture. And last, set up a WordPress site, a test site. Make sure your developer updates every couple days, maybe every week. Let him push an update so you can interact with the plugin and see it being developed so you know there's progress being made every week. Now that the wheels are in motion and development's happening, it's time to sell your idea. This is step number three, sell your idea before selling your product. Don't wait until your product is fully developed before you let the cat out of the bag. Let people know as soon as you're comfortable. Now that can vary depending on who you are and your personality type, but the sooner the better. I personally like to see a very rough working version of my plugin, just so I'm comfortable that the technical aspects have been sorted out and it's technically possible to implement my idea. After that, I'm super comfortable telling the public about it. And the best way to do this is to put a landing page together. Do a short video, do screenshots, put them on a page and have people sign up to learn more about your software, to become early founders, and to get notified when the software comes out. Plus, promise them an exclusive discount. That's their incentive to sign up. You want these early founders to be to be special. They're your special group. They're going to help you form your software. So you want to take care of them. You want to let them know that they get the software first and promise them a discount. Now, once you have this page, you want to send traffic to it. First place to start is your email list. If your audience is aligned with your software, definitely send them an email. Let them know what you're up to. They're going to be so excited and they're going to sign up for this email list. Something else I've experimented with is paid traffic. I've used Facebook ads. I've put ads that kind of catch people's attention. Something that was developing something new in the space. Definitely try Facebook ads, but obviously watch your spending. Three, you should definitely connect with key influencers in your space and give them access to the software for free. Let them try it. If they like what they're seeing, they're going to help you spread the word. No problem. Once you're about halfway done the development, it is time to beta test. Pick 10 to 20 people from that email list and send them a personal email. Let them know that they've been chosen to be a beta tester. The sooner you start beta testing, the sooner you get the right feedback, the sooner you can make decisions about where your software goes next. Now, as a bonus, I give all my beta testers unlimited lifetime access to the software. Now, I don't tell them this upfront because I don't want people signing up just to get the unlimited lifetime access. I want real users who want to really add value to the software and make it better for everyone. So now that beta testing is happening, 
Don't forget about your founding members, the people who sign up for your email list. Keep them in the loop. Email them screenshots. Email them new feature ideas that just got implemented. Keep them excited because you don't want them to forget about you between the time they signed up and by the time you launch. Speaking of launch, when your software is ready, don't forget to email your founding members and let them know that they can purchase the software now. I highly recommend you host a live webinar where you can show off the awesomeness of your plugin and also answer any questions they may have. And more importantly, make sure you give them a time-limited exclusive discount because they were the founding members and you promised that when they signed up for your email list. One word of caution, a lot of people delay their launches because they feel their software is not ready or it has some glitches. Well, guess what? With software, there's always going to be a glitch. And odds are the customers won't notice these small glitches. As long as your software is working, it's solving the problem, get it out there quickly. You can easily release an update at any time that will fix the smaller bugs. Now, before we wrap up, I want to talk about pricing. Pricing is going to vary depending on what industry, what niche you're in. But one thing you need to incorporate in your pricing is that it's yearly, not one time. And the reason why I recommend that is because when you have a plugin, there's going to be maintenance issues, product updates, support tickets coming in. You need to, at some point, hire someone to manage the support. And of course, continue to pay your developer to update the plugin. Having a yearly income will, will increase your chances of your plugin staying alive, really, and keeping up to date with all the latest WordPress updates. Another tip on pricing is include multiple pricing packages. Very common scenario is to have a single license for one site. If you want to install the plugin on five sites, have a different price point for that, maybe 10 sites, give people options. And when you're starting off and you're not sure how to price it, I recommend start low and keep increasing the price as you add more value. And the last thing to keep in mind is that people pay for WordPress plugins because they get support. Let me repeat that. People pay for WordPress plugins because they're really paying for the support. There are a ton of free plugins out there. A lot of them may do some of the stuff that your plugin does already, but most of them don't have a support system in place. So make sure you put a big emphasis on support when you launch your software. Whether it's you supporting, whether it's your developer, whether you hire a support person, make sure and be prepared because the first couple of weeks of every plugin that I've launched has been stressful. Plugins conflict with other plugins. Plugins conflict with themes. Plugins work on some hosting providers, but not on others. These things will come up. They're totally normal. I don't want to scare you away. They're normal, but you need to be prepared. So make sure you have at least your developer on deck, ready to log into people's sites and address issues in the first week or two of your launch. Wow, guys, that was such an intense course. I love delivering it. I hope you learned a lot. Now, if you want to learn more about the software tools that I use to create and sell my plugins, head on over to handymora.com slash WP tools to download a free PDF of all the tools I use to create and sell my plugins. Thanks again for joining me today. Now get out there and create your plugin. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. With HostGator's 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email, it doesn't matter where you are, when you are, if you're on your computer, if you're on your phone, you can get help with your business website at any time. And it's not just the website itself. They can help you with domain names, with SSL certificates, your security, 
growing your business website, making sure that you're expanding as you grow, HostGator's got your back. And best of all, they make it easy for you to get started. It's only $5 a month with their amazing 30% discount. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30 to get started. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30 to get this amazing deal. What a great lesson by Hanny Mora. Thanks, Hanny. That was amazing. I want to pass on something that I've learned from Hanny over the years, something that I've noticed with his work that might be really good advice for you if you're just getting started. So I want you to head on over to some of his WordPress plugin sites. So you can go to livepress.com or simplepodcastpress.com. And I want you to go through the page. His site is super simple. It's not overwhelming. And in fact, each of these pages are just one page. It's a landing page. All the information is there. He's got very easy to follow videos. Nothing super fancy, but it gets the job done. I love his minimal viable approach because we need information to buy a product and he lets the information speak for itself. He doesn't get too worried about making sure it looks perfect or it's the most beautiful design ever. Usually that's too distracting for people and Henny knows that and that's why he lets his information and products stand for itself. So scroll through his site, take a look at the way he describes his products, his sales copy, the images he puts. Take a look at the videos he creates for his products. They're not rocket science. They're walkthroughs that he does himself. He creates these videos himself. It's not like a super expensive, highly produced video that he you know, hired you know, somebody to do for $30,000. But guess what? The video works because it provides the information people need. He lists all the benefits of the product. He goes through and gives you some testimonials, tells you how many you know, websites are using this product. And then he ends it with a simple message from himself, keeping it personal. I love this. Head on over to the pricing pages of these websites. Take a look at the way he prices things. He has different tiers and he shows you what's the difference between each tier. He keeps his prices simple and affordable. I love that. All right, guys, that's your assignment today. Check out Hanny's websites, either simplepodcastpress.com or livepress.com or even videopress.com. And take a look at the way he simply lays out his software, his products. Remember, software can be confusing for the user. He wants to keep it simple and non-intimidating. Not sure if non-intimidating is a word, but we'll let it go. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Make sure you hit subscribe so you can get all your lessons automatically. We have a ton of great lessons coming up this week. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the four ways to increase your customer lifetime value. It costs you a lot of time and money to get a customer. You want to make sure you get the most value out of each customer. We'll talk about how you could do that. And the day after, we're going to be talking about five powerful ways to use Slack in your business. Can't wait to share that. I love Slack. It's a great tool. I'm going to be sharing some interesting ways to use this software. You're going to love it. And anybody could do these five ways because Slack is free. All right, guys, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. Sometimes when we're building our business, there's a lot of moving parts. It can get confusing for us. But our job as the business creator and the marketer is not to pass on that confusion to the customer. You want to keep it as simple as possible. You have to create the interface where people can understand what you're selling in an easy way and not intimidate them. You got to take off your creator hat or your manager hat and put on your teacher hat and explain things in a simple way on your sales page, on your sales video, in your content. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care.